This American Monster. A Monster of the Week actual play from This American Dice. Last time on This American Monster. While his team watched him dying of poisoning, Sundry was taunted by Mr. Heck, who told him that Darkblade's death would be necessary to kill the demon Dag. Back at the Law Corporation office, Abby and Darkblade said goodbye just before a security guard burst into the room to kill him. And Welker had a heart-to-heart -heart with Dr. McLean about the nature of the work before he was revealed to be possessed as well. one of these security guards and the security guards name badge just reads Graber Graber and um uh, I had been saying he so I guess this is this is a guy um he's kind of he's man of average height he's got kind of a short beard um, imagine me but stockier and um me but stockier and whiter and uh <laughs> And he, uh, I know, yeah, yeah, even wider. And this guy bursts into the room with Darkblade. And Darkblade, you had just kind of said goodbye to Addy. You were kind of getting your, uh, I don't want to say your emotional wits about you, but you guys had just had a very serious conversation in which she said, you know, like, you can come with me. We could leave this place. We could get away for a while and just kind of like go and, and chill out. And um, you had said basically, like, I can't. And she left. She hobbled away on, like, crutches because, you know, you guys had shot her in the leg. And um, we see we had seen Addy kind of hobble away, get in the elevator, and the elevator go down. And uh, security officer Graber or whatever it is, one of these security guards for the Lore Corporation, wait. And then um, seemingly run out of patience and just kick this door in. And so that's what we see from uh, Darkblade's perspective. Darkblade is in there. He's maybe um, he's maybe on his phone or he's cracked open his computer, whatever it might be. And all of a sudden, the door just kicks in. And uh, Darkblade, could you make a cool roll for me? We're going to have you do a roll even before anything gets going. And this is a very serious roll indeed. So because this person just kicks the door in, gun drawn. Um, oh, OK, so we got a seven. Okay, so there you go. Um, yeah, and maybe this is when you kind of make the realization, because you haven't utilized this ability before. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe this is when you make the realization, like, wait a minute, I should have seen that. There was something up this whole time. Here's my thing. I think you are for sure trapped in this room. You cannot get out of here. Mm -hmm. uh, the other thing is that... But my shotgun is aimed at his face. Well, I think I think you got a, you got a seven result, so I think actually... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, like where you put where you put your weapons and that kind of stuff down is like right next to this guy, to the point where you like risk yourself significantly trying. It's a significant risk to you to try to get those items. Okay. But what does this look like as this person just comes in and just their game plan is just come in and just murder Darkblade, like just kick the door in and shoot him to death. How does this scene go? Where's Sundry? Because he has a move where he's in the right place at the right time. And um, maybe this would be a good use of that. Yeah, I can because... be there. So, Lee, I know you have that move that lets you be where there's trouble or something like that. Do you need to roll for what? that? Do you, do you need to roll Yeah, I roll plus sharp. So you just roll plus sharp right now? Yep. Okay. Um, so I rolled a seven, and it says on a seven through nine, 
you get there late in time to intervene, but not prevent it altogether. I think that I think that uh, Sundry can definitely show up. Maybe they just brought him in. Maybe he can just wander in. He had been kind of like convo like brought in in another room, and he's actually doing surprisingly okay. And these paramedics are like, "All right, if you think it's all right." What if like since Sundry was sort of on his way back to headquarters previously, mm -hmm. like what if when he's walking around there, he catches like a glimpse of like security cameras that all their guys wear, and he sees this guy's camera like his activity, and he's just standing in front of a wall for like. An inordinately long amount of time, just idle, doing nothing, like very unhuman-like. Like, that's weird. That's that's actually great, Carl. I like that. So this guy kicks in the door. Jules Graber kicks in this door. Um, this would be the perfect time to just murder Darkblade, but Jules Graber, this demon inside Jules Graber, just has to gloat for a second and just smiles at him and is like, um, yeah, just says like. <laughs> One of the little folks, huh? It just says, like, uh, one of the little folks, huh? Forgot it has to be Jules Graber's voice. And now I get to decide what that is. One of the little folks, huh? Looks like you're one of the little fish. And then that's when Darkblade has his retort. <laughs> big fish. Well, big fish. You're in a, in Europe. You're a fish that I'm going to eat. You piece of shit. And you're, you taste like shit fucking hate you god damn it i knew you were a fucking demon and i could smell it on you oh well i guess this is it uh, you had your chance you had your chance but turns out it seems like you don't know anything oh he, uh, guess what palmetto city's gonna it's got some more surprises left for you all right so you really you really fucked up coming here you this is the this is this is a really awesome city, and there's a lot of magic here. You're fucked, you piece of shit. Now go ahead and kill me. Uh, after you bring up the city and how like strong the city is, he just says like, "Sounds tasty." And that's when Sundry, we see Sundry had like been looking at these uh, these security camera videos and saw this, and uh, Sundry kind of bursts into this scene. And how does Sundry stop Darkblade from absolutely getting killed? Uh, maybe he just jumps in front of uh, the bullet. I love that Sundry's new superpower is just suicidal tendencies. Uh -huh. <laughs> I mean, that was his old superpower, too. Yeah, to a certain degree. <laughs> maybe you could just jump on this guy and it causes that to, uh... Because you'd be coming in, essentially, behind him. Oh, well, if that's the case, maybe we can harpoon him? Okay, you're down to just absolutely, like, harpoon this dude. I mean, if he's about to kill my friend, absolutely. Okay. You rolled a seven on that. I think you can do that, but you are going to kill Jules Graber. Julian Graber, security officer, security guard at the Lore Corporation's Palmetto City office. Um, if he's got a choice between uh, not killing him and, and maybe uh, putting himself at risk, he'll definitely do that. But if he's, if he's got, if the choice is Jules Graeburn or Darkblade, he'll pick Darkblade. Hmm. I think you could probably put yourself at risk and then just, like, leap on this guy. And yeah, he'll you'll get shit. Okay. Um, yeah. So I think in that case, this almost acts as a defend, a defend role where you take some of this, uh, you take this damage rather than Darkblade, where you leap on this guy and he kind of just wildly is firing the gun and ends up shooting Sundry. And I think that does 
What do handguns do in this? Yeah, let's say two damage. So we see them like kind of like tussling around. And meanwhile, we hop over to Mr. Welker and Dr. McLean. And so the last thing that we had seen was um, Dr. McLean kicking Chase Welker away from this machinery. And um, Chase Welker realizing that uh, Dr. Leland McLean was definitely possessed by these creatures. And he starts pressing a bunch of buttons on this uh, like computer Uh like console. Don't want that. Mm -mm. So what I would love for the end result to be would be me like tossing him into the containment uh, the container with the rest of the bugs okay so you want to you want to get this thing open and then get him in there yeah but though I've come to think of it we've already determined that people can survive this right so oh, yeah Addy and Virgil both were able to be exercised no okay I want to save his life um Okay, can I, like, I'd like to restrain him, and I'd also like to call for support. Can I only pick one of those things? I think you could, like, cry out or scream out for sure. That's That part's easy. I mean, um, I am in the middle of Lorecorp headquarters. Well, Palmetto City headquarters, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're going to try to restrain this guy? Oh, I definitely don't want him, like, opening this thing up, for sure. Hmm. Okay. You're trying to mostly stop him from doing something. Your big thing is stop him from doing... That's so you're almost trying right. to protect. I'm fine with that. You're trying to like protect the uh, the the, the containment the unit. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. So we could do this as a protect someone role, uh, saying like access to that is what you're protecting, or so, we could do this as a kick some ass role and say like you're my my thing with that is that with a kick some ass role you're gonna definitely hurt him. He'll definitely hurt you, but one of the things about it is that he's. Let's go with protect. Okay, that sounds good. All right, I got. got so that is a tough roll, yeah. Got ten. It's pretty good. All right, so with a ten, um, you're able to essentially jump at this guy, and I think he. So I protect. You... I, I'm gonna choose like for the bonus. I hold them back. Okay. Yeah. So he's um, kind of like wailing at you to hurt you. He's hurting himself. It's that same thing that we had seen before where he's um, he's not as frail as uh, the Robinettes, that old couple. Um, but he's not, he is not a very big man. Uh, and yet he's hitting you with this like force that should be, is like the force of a much larger person. Yeah, he's like a 3,000 um, beetle power punch. Yeah, exactly. 3,000 beetle power punch. Yeah, he screams that, and uh, his hair turns blonde, and there's fire behind him. Uh, no, but so he, as he's like hitting you, you can maybe hear like some of the fingers or his knuckles like breaking as he's like trying to hammer at you, and um, because two harm won't really actually hurt you, right? Uh, no, I don't think so. I, I, so he has like a natural armor, and then I don't know what we discussed last time, but I don't think so. I mean, it'd basically be nothing. Okay. 
So yeah, so he's like attacking you, and it's essentially not doing a ton, and you're able to kind of like hold this guy, and um, yeah, tell me how does how does this how does this look when you grab him off of this uh, console? Um, I mean, I feel like at this point maybe he's gotten fairly good at this, so like he'll sort of sweep his legs out from under him, and then just like press uh, this like basically just like sit on him and like call for support like just like hold him down with his hands um just like put all his weight on him sundry and darkblade meanwhile uh you can hear like in the other room that there's like a there's a there's a yell there's there's yelling there's screaming maybe it comes over like an intercom or a radio and sundry you and jules graber are kind of like fighting with one another and uh maybe wrestling over uh, Graber's gun. Uh, meanwhile, as this like fracas is going on, uh, the other s- security guard, like a taller woman, comes in, and she has she also like looks around and she's like, "What the hell's what the hell's happening?" And Jules Graber's just like, um, just say they're trying to let it out. They're trying to let it out. And this woman points her gun at uh, at. Uh, sundry and Darkblade, and she just says, "Like, get off of him! Get off of him now!" He's infected. You can't let him. Don't believe a word he says. He's infected. He's, 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 uh, he's infested with it. Jules Graber is just yelling, like, 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 don't let, don't let him do it. Don't let these freaks do it. They're, they're, they're possessed. They're possessed. This whole time he's just had like his fingers down Sundry's mouth, and Sundry's like, blah, 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 blah. yeah, that he's yeah. He, yeah. These two are wrestling, and yeah, one of the things is Jules Graber has like just like fish hooked a uh, Sundry something crazy, so he can't like to speak a ton. Um, I'm gonna roll a natural appeal. So are you are you trying to convince um, Irene Gray, this other security guard? Irene Gray to let, like, to believe that you guys, or, or to not believe Graber. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. And so that's just basically a charm. Uh, that's just basically a manipulate somebody role, but with weird rather than charm. Yep. Okay. Go for it. All right. I roll a nine. All right. Hmm. So. What is the thing that she would need to get concrete assurance from you guys? She would need you to... Not bombing up a thousand beetles. Yeah, probably that. Um, oh, my blood. Does my blood affect it pretty... Your blood specifically very much affects it. Okay, yeah. All right, well, I will dip my finger into one of my many wounds, and I will um, just, like, put it in its in its mouth. Dirty Sanchez, this uh, this guy, yeah. this security yeah. guard. Yeah. Bloody Sanchez over here, yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to spit um, in his mouth afterwards. He's a dirty demon. You fail. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm down. I'm down for that, except that I think it requires more blood than just you being like, oh, I'm already bleeding. It requires like you to do yet another harm to yourself. God damn it. You better invent like some form of healing in this game, Austin. Or I'm gonna be dead before the end of this campaign. Um, I mean, this is—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm very purposely having it be like, oh, you can easily do this stuff with your blood. It's just—it's a toll on you. 
You can mm -hmm. spend luck points to avoid damage. You can also spend luck points to avoid yeah. damage. All right, let's do that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna flip out my, be like, listen, you don't lady. Spend luck to to mitigate one damage though. Maybe save the luck point for when this guy like shoots you in the head or something like that. That's true. All right. Um, cut my hand, and uh, or uh, just like find one of my wounds that's already open and unbandage it. Then, and just like stick my finger in it, and then pull it out and then stick it in the monster's mouth no 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 I'm gonna do as the French do it I'm gonna stick it up his butt I knew it was I knew that's what you were gonna say and yet it still caught me yeah like I was glad <laughs> it was one of those next. like we all know that's where this is going okay you cut yourself and uh when she sees this blood that's like like glowing this crazy color mm -hmm. um she like trains her gun on you but she like holds she's almost like frozen with um kind of like waiting to see what happens and you go over there and you smear this huge amount of blood on uh Jules Graber and uh Sundry and the big thing i think Sundry is You've got to hold this guy down while this is happening. Could you make a... Would this be a cool roll or more of a tough roll to... It's probably a cool roll to keep this guy from fleeing, right? Either way, I'm, I'm fine. So, uh, no, it probably is kind of a kick some ass roll. And what you want to do is make sure that you can I think that hold on to this dude. Yeah, let's do that. Go ahead and make a tough roll for me. Okay, so got a total of a nine. Total of a nine's all right. Okay, so uh, these two are kind of like wrestling around with one another. They're both going to further hurt each other as they're kind of bashing into each other. Um, Sundra would be like whispering weird things into his ear to try to get him to act more demonic. Like maybe... Uh... I don't know, saying like some of the prayers that the the mother said during the uh, exorcism or like if if the demon gave us the demon's name, like I guess Dag was the only name we got. Oh no, but, you also got uh, Colfield. Yeah, Colfield. He'd be like, listen up, Colfield, you son of a bitch. You're sending straight back to hell. And um, yeah, in this time, you guys are just like wrestling with each other. You're maybe like kind of throttling this guy onto the floor this guy who's got one of his hands in your mouth and the other is has this gun that's waving around maybe one of these sh it goes off and shoots into uh shoots into sundry's leg um doing him too harm and um in the middle of this fracas darkly has to come over to like put this blood on you guys um or at least on I like that disappearing act that just happened. Did you guys see that? Yeah. It's also possible. So, um, Sundry counts as always having two armor. So he's been shot twice now mm -hmm. and doesn't really feel it. Uh, but I mean, we've, we've kind of established uh, across the game that like, he still looks beat up and looks like, a, like, <laughs> like all this terrible stuff is happening, but he'll just like keep on keeping on. 
But if you want to use that as further sort of flack for the second security guard to be like, no, you're the demon, then feel free. Yeah, I think she's just like staring at this situation, kind of dumbstruck, um, not sure of what to do. And Darkblade comes over and kind of like is bleeding tremendously and bleeds on you guys, on these guys. And we, we've established that you had that salt water. Maybe when this gun goes off, it smashes that bottle that's in your pocket. And so it leaks all over this guy. I like, like that. Holy salt water. And, um, and then what's the lead component to this? It's just going to be another person you shoot. I mean, Boondock he's Saints. shooting me a ton, but with a pistol. So that wouldn't make much sense. He has a, he's ripped a piece. He's like punched his fist into the, the drywall and he's like shoving it into its mouth. And he's like, <laughs> You're hoping that there's some lead paint in there. There's, yeah, definitely some lead paint. I'm sorry about okay. the asbestos. Yeah. Could you make a weird roll for me, uh, Darkblade? As you're trying to exercise this demon. I got, yep. a, I got a 15. Got a 15. It's pretty good. Darkblade grabs at this paint. Uh, maybe it's even just like a chunk of the drywall that broke off and even has one of the bullets that just left uh, that just left this gun. And he pulls, he pulls that out. So he's got this paint that uh, there's maybe some older paint on this than you would have thought. And also this bullet in it. And he's got that. His hand is covered in blood and he's kind of like jamming this against this thing. And as Sundry's um, whispering these prayers that he'd heard from Mother Thala and like mentioning the demon by name. And again, it just shoots at Irene Gray and she's just staring dumbstruck at what's happening, like with her gun, like trained, like moving. Like, I don't know what's even happening. Um. Yeah, my blood, my blood is full of lead. No wonder I can't read. Um, <laughs> Sundry's probably is at this point. Yeah, at this point, yeah. Um, and um, yeah, this guy just starts to shake and shake, and um, yeah, this thing just turns, turns to Sundry and uh. Uh, yeah, just he just turns to Sundry and and just says like as his neck is like pulsating and bulging and he's gnashing his teeth and kind of moving his neck around in a way that's like making crack noises and like you could hear like some of the muscles in his neck almost tearing or popping and um, he'll just say like um, like you had thought you you had thought you got rid of the devil but you're here in the you're here in another devil's palace. You're just doing their bidding now, doing the bidding of the exact people who killed your wife. They they killed your friend. They're gonna kill you too. Have a have a great time, kid. See you back home. And then this guy just goes and he vomits. And at first it's like just actual vomit, and then this torrent of beetles shoots out of his mouth. And um. Yeah, that's what we see. It like shoots out of his mouth and obviously like flies around the room. Meanwhile, um, Welker is wrestling this guy and he's yelling into the other room. And Dr. McLean is uh, just like thrashing about and is like, like, oh, you better not. You better not. You better make sure that you don't kill. You better make sure you don't kill me there, Welker. After all, I'm the one who I'm the one who brought you back to life. Uh, 
I mean, Walker won't dispute that at all. He'll say, um, you're going back where you belong. What's his name? Colfield? They've, you've heard Dag and Colfield. It's Colia. It's like the Latin term for beetles and then just like feel like a lot of angels and demons have that in their name. I like it. Let's that was the Austin. Back. That was the Austin naming convention that I used. You're going back where you belong, Dag. Says, yeah, and it's just again struggling and writhing, and like, and then it just says, yeah, this is just the moment where it says to you, so you really don't know that you killed her, huh? Killed who? What are you talking about, Roberta? I didn't do anything to her. I put her in good hands. Oh, is that the is that the kid that you is that the kid you all boxed up and uh, <laughs> sent to a sent to a prison? No, no, no. Turns out she's out already. No, nah, no thanks to any of you. I'm talking about uh, I'm talking about your drunk friend's wife. You're the one who killed her. Bullshit. Never. I don't even. I've never even met her. Oh. Ain't it convenient that you don't remember exactly how you, uh, exactly how you died? I know exactly how I died. You, or rather the, the person you were, you're supposed to be, told me all about it. And I'll take his word over yours, thank you. Oh. Why don't you let me up? I'll go over there and, uh, I'll, I'll show you the files. And, uh, of course he's not gonna do that. Um... He'll say, all right, if you're so smart, then uh, go ahead, explain it to me then. How come you just so happen to know this and nobody else does? Oh, other people know it. They just haven't told you. Told you something else. You trust Bishop? You trust You trust uh, Jessica Lore? They I'm took your... They took your cold, they took your cold, dead body, jacked it up full of all kinds of chemicals that they didn't even know fully what they did, probed it enough till it got up and walking again, and now here you are. Also that they could uh, keep you working for them to find more little goodies, more little trinkets. If I were you, I wouldn't trust them. Alright, can I like, can I like, um, I'm trying to think of a way to just get him to stop talking without killing him. Although, hell, maybe I should just do that. Uh, kind of, like, stuff, like, some clothing in his mouth or, like, cover his mouth with my hands yeah, or something like that. absolutely. So I think you can just, like, silence this guy, just, um, gag this dude. And, um, the big thing is he's just, he, like, keeps fighting you. Well, my plan was to just restrain him until backup arrived. Um, I was hoping, like, I could get, like, uh, more guards to come, like, take care of the situation okay well i don't think there's like a crazy number of these security guards who are always on call and i think at the moment like graber and gray i just realized both of their names are super close to each other um but they are uh like dealing with Darkblade and sundry right now and so i think that you can easily once you gag this guy you can kind of hit a button and Darkblade. Or over the radios that Graber and Gray both have, you can hear like um, Welker. What's the, what's the thing that goes out to everybody? That's your like SOS. Like trying to like as calm a voice as possible while like this thing's thrashing, clearly making a bunch of noise under me. Be like, uh, we have a 
a slight situation in the containment room. Anyone who happens to be free, uh, uh, you know, would appreciate some input um, at your earliest convenience. <laughs> he he, airline pilots it. We've got yeah. we can run into a little bit of turbulence here. I uh, yeah yeah, folks. I'm gonna go ahead and put that uh, seatbelt sign back on. So yeah, you guys can hear that as um, this swarm of beetles is exiting. Uh, Darkblade and Sundry can hear that as this swarm of beetles is exiting this thing. I think that uh, Irina Gray is just like, what? And she just starts shooting into this swarm of beetles, which is fairly ineffectual, to say the least. So this swarm heads out the door and it starts to go towards like the elevator. And you're like, oh fuck, this thing is gonna go down this like elevator shaft. It's gonna be out there. It's gonna, we're not gonna be able to find this thing. And then when you hear Welker over the radio, um, we flash back to Welker and Dr. McLean says like, you know what? Oh, he just says, I didn't realize how strong you were, Welker. And then that's when these things come back. And um, yeah, like you guys, like this swarm almost passes you by you have to kind of duck back into this uh, little office as um, as these things fly back into the containment room and yeah Carl these things just absolutely swarm you could you make for me um, the way we did this before was you can use to resist being possessed resist being possessed you can use any stat but um, on a seven to n- on a ten plus, you're able to narrowly escape being possessed. On a seven to nine, you have to give up something based on the stat that you used, and you already used tough. So I think it would be better if you All didn't right. use that again. Personally, all right, I have an idea. You said previously that there were some that were left in the containment center, just sort of like a ruse. That, oh, we're still here, but it right. wasn't enough to take to like possess a person, right? N- it's Essentially, there are four swarms left. All of them are one entity, but there's four swarms that could possess four people at the oh, moment. Yeah? One is possessing Dr. McLean. Okay. One is now trying to possess you. Uh-huh. And there are two other swarms that are in the room, in, in the, the containment con- unit. Mm. Mm. So okay. uh, if you're asking about like the logistics of the containment unit... I was thinking like I could like get in the containment unit myself. Absolutely, you could. In there. Well, I mean, if there's two, you know, two bodies full of swarms, that'd be even worse, right? I'm sure that there is a, like, airlock-type situation in that containment unit. Oh, like, so like an antechamber? Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's go with that. Okay. I, I would prefer if this antechamber had a glass door so we could still, like, do, like, a, like a Spock Kirk Awesome. Thing. Love it. Um... So yeah, I'll like try and drag McLean in with me and like to protect myself, like get in like this, like, you know, this like antechamber, like this uh, intermediary room and like lock myself in there. This is perfect. What stat do you think that is? Cool. Sounds good to me. Go for it. Fourteen, baby. God damn, you're too good at these roles. Too cool for school. Here's the thing. All of my initial like character moves I said were just like add stats, add stats. Okay. Um, yeah, you are absolutely able to do that. You're able to kind of like shrug this stuff off. I would argue so much so that you're able to, you're able to throw McLean and the swarm into this thing 
and you don't have to be in there. I mean, if you're going to give me chocolate cake, I'm going to eat the chocolate cake, Gustav. Yeah. Okay. Um, everybody else is coming in in the middle of this fracas. Carl, what does this look like? How does this go? And could each of you guys... Carl, just give us the basics, and then if each of you guys could add something to it, that'd be awesome, and then Carl, take us home with the end of it. So how does how does this start? What, what do we see this scene? We see this swarm coming your way, and it's like almost from its point of view, like it's coming after you. Okay, so maybe like I can hear it coming down the halls, and so I have this idea like, oh, I'll just get in there. So I like drag him in with me, and I'm like standing on him, and we're like in this chamber, and I start like, closing the door, and all these swarm, the swarm like enters the room, like, oh, this is our chance, let's get them. So they all like dive into this like small room with me, but as they do, I just roll out again. And as the door closes, most of them are still in there. And when Darkblade and Sundry show up, I'm just standing outside with a cigarette, just, being, just waiting for them to come, out, just come in. So you resolve the problem before they've even arrived? That sounds like how you described it. I mean, I mean, they're not technically in the containment chamber, but they are it, They are contained. I think they are in the containment chamber, even essentially. Better? You guys want to add anything? You guys want to add anything into that dark blade and sundry? Maybe, um, maybe there's like one residual bug left, and it's about to crawl in um, Welker's ear. And sundry sort of like pats him on the side of the head, and then uh, uh, Welker like snaps around, looking offended, and and sundry's just crushing this bug between his fingers. Nice. So you now see like this huge swarm of these beetles. All of, like all of these beetles in this thing and uh, and Dr. McLean and Dr. McLean is just looking at you guys and he's kind of like testing this stuff and he's looking at it and I forgot about Dr. McLean. Yeah, he's he's in this <laughs> Yeah, he's in this containment unit and he's in this thing and you can see that he's like yelling and then he like looks over and it takes him a while and he's almost like thinking and then he like points to part of the uh like the console and you realize like oh he's telling you to turn it on so he can talk to you nope like walker would just be like uh all right let's get out of here cleanup will take care of the rest how about all of the beetle swarms mm -hmm. like so the other beetle swarms all like go up his butt in his anus well, he's already like, he's already possessed he's already full of beetles yeah, he's at maximum but no. he's already he's already filled to the gills with beetles. He gets triple possessed. Oh, okay. With beetles, and then he's so he's like, just grows like his eyes start to glow, and then mm -hmm. like the other swarm beetles like crash into the room, and then like break in. They hit the button, and then also like open up the containment, and then go inside of him. And he's got all four swarms of beetles, and um, and he's like. Now you've really pissed me off. I am the big bad Beetleborg. He yeah. yells. Yeah. Um, and he's he's a rhinoceros beetle now. He's got like a freaking huge ass back spike. And um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And he flies out. So, yeah, he's telling you to press this thing. And I like that Welker's just like, no, I'm not talking to this guy. This fucking demon who's possessed this guy who knows shit about me. I love that. Who knows a bunch of lies about me that aren't true. And nobody else needs to hear on account yeah. of how not true they are. And, uh, yeah, I think he, like, he like comes up to the window and he, like, knocks on it. And he, like, points at Sundry. 
and he points at Welker, and he's like, uh, and he just says like, "Can you hear? Can we hear him?" Uh, I think you can like barely hear him knock. It's like super thick glass. So, like it, he knocks on it, but it's super quiet. If he's talking, it's inaudible basically. And um, he like points at Welker, and uh, oh, he like points down at his like ring finger. And then go like what's the deck? Are there any like are there any like countermeasures inside? Like, can I just hit a button and just like torch him? <laughs> um. Oh damn. Uh, I think that there were experiments that you guys could do. There were experiments that he was running with small numbers of the beetles. To oh, maybe see like how a sedative, like, perhaps, them. or a flamethrower. Hmm. So, could you make a, what is it called, a read a bad situation in this game? For me? Yeah, read a bad situation. Could you make a read a bad situation for me? Is that sharp or cool? That is sharp. Sharp. Seven. Seven. All right, so you get to ask one of those questions. It's, what's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? What's the best way to protect the victims? And mm. this is in the name of getting him to not say something. Yeah, uh, I guess you could say, "What's your best way out of get uh, out of him saying something?" Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, that's that's those questions are meant to be real loosey goosey. Okay. Um, yeah, if you could plug stuff in, you could probably pump in some kind of uh, chemicals into this that normally would be meant to just affect a small number of these beetles, but uh, you could basically tell this, you could basically short circuit this uh, machine to be like, oh, where normally this would close off a small number of them to test this on them, short circuit the thing, so instead this sedative or these chemicals affect all of them, and Dr. McLean as a regular human being being exposed to the sedative would probably like pass out. Let's go with that. So it might really hurt him, but he is also possessed by a bunch of beetles. Yeah, he's the bad guy here. You know, okay, can't, can't so yeah. Everybody. So, that sounds like you're gonna have to make a... Oh. Yeah, you have to act quickly, because... Um, he's about, somebody's about to guess his charades. <laughs> oh, I think it's something crazier. This guy just like looks at you and he sees you like looking and he, you, he sees you look over at the computer screen and he, this is gross. He just puts one of his fingers in his mouth and bites his finger off and starts writing in his blood on the yep. wall. Gotta, gotta get on it. Oh, gotta get on it right now. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I think Welker, like go ahead and make another cool roll for us. 35. How the fuck are you rolling this car? Uh, yeah, 15. God damn it. Okay, that's that's fine. It's always easier for those crazy rolls than for, like, a 7. So he starts to, um... Uh, I think he just writes Welker in blood. And then, uh, like, this thing kicks on. And he, you see him kind of, like, get, like... Like, slow way down. And he goes to start writing something else. And he has to, like, sit... And he's tr like kind of stumbling about, and you're looking at uh, the thing, and there's like a computer readout that says like, like, 
like incredibly toxic to animals beyond this weight or to creatures beyond this weight and blah 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 yeah, blah blah. It's like, and it's like don't put past four and it's already at ten. I'm trying. Yeah. To further. I think I think it is like you can tell like the reason he's even able to like kind of stand a bit and like have finished Welker was because he's possessed by a demon, and so this thing um, wearing Doctor Leland McLean world-class biologist physician and research scientist yeah. and personal friend to everyone he met yeah exactly and uh, father of six yeah. now um uh yeah air force veteran optometrist no he uh he just kind of like like goes over to the thing and kind of like stands there and then just slowly slumps down and uh yeah i think he he just has that, that hand and it's just that blood smeared on the wall, on the glass wall. And yeah, and all is quiet. This American Monster is a production of This American Dice. This American Monster uses the Monster of the Week system, a game published by Evil Hat Productions and by Michael Sands. Sundry Charms is Lee. Chase Welker is Carl. Darkblade69 is Alex. Ashton Green is David. And your Game Master is Austin Smith. Our theme song is by Patrick Ross. It's called Sinlude. Additional music for this episode included Eleven and H. Werewolf by Cowpay, as well as Street Life Silent Film by Lobo Loco. Join us next week for another exciting episode of This American Monster, right here on This American Dice.